Hello and welcome back to Centennial State Sports. My name is Luke and today we are going to talk about the Colorado State Rams and their first game of the season against the number four ranked Michigan Wolverines now. So Michigan has just jumped up to number four it looks like. Um, I believe that they were eight at the time of this game. Um, and that's you know what we're going to talk about. Going against the top ten ranked Wolverines of Michigan in the big house is a huge um, huge step for the Colorado State Rams to come in. Um, they looked good in the first in the first quarter. They were driving a little bit. Um, I thought they were going to score right away, but uh, they got stopped. Had to punt the ball. Um, but there's not much to say against a top ten ranked team uh, in Colorado State coming from the Mountain West Conference, which isn't even a Power Five. Um, but we're gonna go over some stats. Some transfer guys, see how they do. We're gonna brush this one under the rug because the Michigan Wolverines is a very, very good ball club. You know, they have two quarterbacks they could probably start for uh, either Colorado or Colorado State easily. Um, but they're switching them in and out because they can't choose one because they're that good. Um, going for the passing, Clay Millen's uh, Clay Millen was the only one that uh, threw a pass for the Rams. He was 16 for 20 with 137. One touchdown to one interception. Uh, he overthrew someone on that interception. But um, overall, the redshirt uh, freshman transferred over from Nevada with it, you know, headed over with his coach. Um, looked pretty good for his first game. I think uh, the announcer said on the broadcast, I think he only had three snaps um, before this game. So that's uh, huge to ask a redshirt freshman to come into the big house against a top 10 ranked team. Um, and compete. So I think uh, it shows you how tough he is. Uh, he didn't care. He was out there. He wasn't scared. He was throwing stuff. He was um, not checking down. He was going downfield. You know, he had an interception downfield. But you can see that he was actually trying to make some some plays. 137 yards against that defense is, is pretty darn good. Um, for rushing, Adrian Vivens uh, was the leading rusher with 10 carries, 35 yards, 3.5 per carry. Uh, David Bailey, the last year starter, the workhorse from last year, had six carries for 27 yards, 4.5 yards per carry. And Avery Morrow was the third with seven carries, 21 yards, and three yards per carry. So that was the top three. Uh, Clay Millen also um, had 12 carries for negative 15 yards. I think that's from sacks. So negative um, 1.2 average there. For receiving, Tory Horton. The transfer from Nevada as well, coming over with his quarterback and coach, um, led the receptions with six, with 69 yards for 11.5 for an average, and the only touchdown for the Rams. Um, Stovall, McQuillan Stovall, had three receptions for 33 yards for 11 yards average per catch. Um, and then last year's oh, great wide receiver for the Rams. Uh, Ty McCulloch had three receptions for 17 yards for 5.7 yards per catch. So that is the top three wide receivers for the game. Um, for the defense, you can only do so much. You know, that Wolverines team is really good. I am also a Iowa fan, so I watch a lot of Big Ten football. And, um, yeah, it, it's just smash, smash, smash football. They can also air it out. Um you know, this, this Michigan team is going to try to rebuild what they did last year, you know, being Ohio State, 
um, going to the Big Ten Championship, you know, winning against Iowa, and then going to the uh, college football playoffs. So this team uh, last year was a top four team. They're trying to build off of that. They are now a top four team again, it looks like. Um, it's just too much of a you know big hill for a CSU team who got a new coach, you know, who's we're really excited for. Um, and then having a red shirt freshman quarterback and a bunch of transfers coming in. Um, I think it was just a huge, huge hill for them, but they, you know, they battled pretty well. Um, I know there are 30 plus uh, point underdogs and they lost by that much. They lost by more than that. But overall, you know, this is a game if you lost by you know, three or if you lost by 45. You know, it doesn't really matter how much you lost by. It's going to count as a loss. But um, having some guys go on there and playing is, is key. Uh, for the punt, okay, Patty Turner had five punts for 117 yards with 35.8 yards per punt. And then uh, Camper, the kicker, uh, had one extra point. He didn't have any field goal attempts. He didn't have anything like that. Um, for the actual stats, the Michigan Wolverines had 440 yards, 206 on the air, 234 on the ground. Like I said, the Big Ten team just loves to um, run it down the throat a ton. They had 6.5 yards per play. They had 25 first downs. They had 3 for 10 on third down, which is pretty good. Uh, 2 for 2 on fourth down. Um, they had two punts, one penalty for 10 yards, uh, and the time of possession was 30 minutes and 30 seconds. Uh, for the Rams, they had 219 yards of total offense, 137 through the air, 82 on the ground, 3.7 yards per play. They had 14 first downs. They were two for 11 on third downs, one for four on fourth downs. They had 59 total plays, five punts, no penalties, which is good. They had one fumble lost, so they lost a fumble. That was a bad fumble that they lost. Um, and they threw an interception. They almost had an interception, but they said that the ball hit the ground. So, you know, they should have to take it away. But, um, yeah, that, that defense struggled a little bit. But like I said, with that kind of an offense, that kind of a team, it's, it's going to be hard. Um, they also had 29 minutes and 30 seconds also. So 29 minutes and 30 seconds for the Rams, 30 minutes and 30 seconds for the uh, Wolverines. Pretty even on the time. Um but they just uh, took more advantage of their opportunities the Wolverines did. You know, they only had two points compared to the five points for the Rams. Um, so, overall, I'm not too upset with this game. You know, I feel like a lot of people knew that they were going to lose. Um, they didn't know by how much. But this was a first game just to get your feet settled um, and everything like that. Go in there, try your hardest, and then coming back at home next week and, and then kicking kicking the crap out of Middle Tennessee State, um, which is who they have next. So Middle Tennessee, on that state, Middle just Middle Tennessee, the Blue Raiders are going to come into Fort Collins uh, to face the Rams next. They are also 0-1. They lost 44-7 against James Madison University, which our old friend is uh, throwing the ball over there, Todd Santeo. Uh, was it over? Is now throwing the, the ball for James Madison, uh, the Dukes of James Madison. The CSU transfer was 21 for 33 for 287 yards and six touchdowns. My gosh, six touchdowns against the Blue Raiders. So that is who the Rams are going to play next. 
Um, like I said, I, I think the, uh, the Rams have their work cut out for this weekend. Take it how it is. Okay. And then you have some non-conference games that could be definitely winnable. Um, you have Middle Tennessee State at home, which got destroyed by James Madison. Then you have Washington State Cougars after that, who barely won against Idaho, um, 24-17. So, that could be an easy win game. And then you have, um, then you come back home against Sacramento State, the Hornets, um, who lost who lost to Cal 30-42. to so there are there are about three of these games. You know, Middle Tennessee State, Washington State, and Colorado, and, uh, excuse me, Colorado, and Sacramento State. That should be all wins. So if you go three one in your non conference and you lose to a Big Ten, you know, power power, you know, top ten team in the country, I say that's pretty decent. So um, you wanted the score to be closer. If you're you know thirty points underdogs, you want to maybe keep it around 30 points, 32 points. Um, but overall, I, I, I'm not upset. You know, I really like, um, I really like Millen. I like think he's very confident. I think he can sling the ball around. Um, I like Vivens. I also like him with Bailey. Um, 10 to 6 carries, you know. It's about the uh, 6 to 10 split, so about 60 um you know, 60% here, there, um, splits there, I think, that is good, Bailey runs hard, Evans looks like he's runs hard too, um, the duo between Horton and McCulloch and Sovell looks like it's gonna be really, really good too, um, you need to find a bunch of people to replace McBride's, um, productive that they had last year, but overall, I think you have a lot of key components on this team. The defense looked good. They should have had a couple, you know, they should have picked there. Um, but eventually, it's just like the same thing as uh, a lot of other teams. If you go three now against a really good team, your defense is going to be out there longer. They're going to be tired, and then you're going to give up more and more points. So I don't think this is a true test of the Colorado State Rams football. Um, I'm excited to see what they do against Middle Tennessee State, Washington State, and Sacramento State. That is the true test of what this Rams team is going to be like this year. Um, then you start conference games. So, I feel like this one is just have to get rid of it. Screw it. You know, Michigan was really good. Get rid of it and go on forward. Um, I want to see some more confidence in the offense. I want to see them pushing to the field. I want to see them finishing drives. Um, I want to see play clock and play management and and all that playing the factor um, last year was not very good. They could have beaten, um, I think it was Utah State, who was decent. Uh, if they just called a timeout and kick a field goal, did not. They lost to Utah State, so I want to see how the coaching aspect changes in the next three games. I already know it's going to be better, but I want to see it with my own eyes as well. So that's what I want to look at for the next three games. Um, if you guys want, check out our Twitter. We're going to have some articles up there. Uh, the Broncos are playing on Monday night against the uh, Seattle Seahawks. Uh, Russell Wilson facing his old team. Uh, Drew Locke is going to be over there. No offense. So we're going to see some familiar faces. Be sure to try to check in. We'll have a something on that Monday night, Tuesday morning. Um, 
And then make sure to follow us up on Twitter. You know, hit us up. We like to tweet during the games, you know, um, especially Denver games. So make sure to follow us up, you know, hit us up while we're buying stuff like that. So appreciate you guys listening. And uh, we'll talk to you next time.